Someone asked me the other day, what's a bullet journal? And my reaction was pretty much, oh, you don't even know. Let's get into it. Hey there. Welcome back to Mid-Mod Remodel. This is the show about updating MCM homes, helping you match a mid-century home to your modern life. I'm your host, Della Hansman, architect and mid-century ranch enthusiast. You're listening to Season 2, Episode 5. Today, I want to share a really powerful organizing tool with you. We all lead busy lives these days, and I'd be shocked to hear that you don't have a life that pretty much revolves around your computer and smartphone. Mine sure does. Between work and fun, I could easily spend all day looking at screens, and frankly, my eyes can't take it. That's why I really value the way I can step back from tech with both my big picture planning and my day-to-day to-do tracking. If that sounds like something you could use, then this episode is for you. Earlier this week, I asked the Mid Mod Remodel Facebook group how they stay organized and on track of their home updates, and I heard back mostly that they feel like they aren't. By the way, if you like this podcast, I know you'll find a community of like-minded fellow Mid Mod fans in the Mid Mod Remodel Facebook group. I urge you, join us there. We're real nice folks, I promise. But I digress. How can homeowners like you and me stay on top of complex remodels? I'd like to suggest the system I use. The bullet journal, for me and many others, is about more than being a glorified to-do list, although I do run my day based on the to-do lists I jot down in the evening before. But what it is for me is a system for catching everything that passes through my head, super necessary for anyone planning a big project like a remodel, paired with a way for me to get realistic about what I can accomplish in a day, week, or month that both moves the needle forward but is also attainable. Okay, this episode is going to involve a lot of chatting about pages written in a bullet journal, Um, basically a diary or planner. I'll put pictures of this on the show notes page, and you can find that at midmod-midwest.com slash 205. What even is a bullet journal? The bullet journal is a system developed by Ryder Carroll, a guy who developed it as a personal way to organize his thoughts and tasks and combat his early diagnosed learning disabilities. Someone once asked him how he did it, and he showed them. Then more people. He created a YouTube video, which became intensely popular, and eventually wrote a book. Now, if you Google the words bullet journal, or more especially if you put them into the search string of Pinterest or Instagram, you are going to find a community of slightly over-the-top artists who use that name to describe how they beautifully document their lives in watercolor, detailed black and white sketches, with stickers, stamps, stencils, and custom art to celebrate every holiday, meal, feeling, and task. That's not really what I'm talking about. If you do want to Google around for examples, I recommend adding minimalist minimalist bullet journal will get you off to a much better start. I work really hard to try to keep myself to utilitarian use of the idea, but I also take pleasure in the experience of creating my bullet journal and having a pretty layout. What I emphasize for myself is that really this is one size fits all. You can make use of the system customizably regardless of whether you like your handwriting or not, how big your goals are, and what your available time is. Ryder Carroll's original idea is an incredibly boiled-down, simple, personal productivity system married to a philosophy of mindfulness. As he himself puts it, the goal of the bullet journal is to help its practitioners live intentional lives, ones that are both productive and meaningful. All right, 
I want to start by giving you a really quick overview of how the system works, if you've never heard of it before. But you don't need to stop with what I'm going to tell you. I'll include a link in the show notes to an easy startup video on the Bullet Journal website, which walks you through pretty much the whole process and philosophy in a few minutes. If you want to dive deeper, buy the book. It's a quick read and covers more than just organization. It's a nice way to take stock of your life goals. But the thing to remember is you don't need to buy anything or use any specific system. You can do a bullet journal on loose leaf paper in any bound journal that you have around. You can use grid paper, blank paper, lined paper. It doesn't really matter. Uh, There is an official bullet journal planner you can purchase, but the only thing that makes it official is the name stamped on the cover. So how does it work? For writer Carol, the essence of the bullet journal is minimalist note-taking. He calls this process rapid logging. And instead of looking at an upcoming day descriptively, like this, I'll get up, take Roxy to the dog park, then we have a vet appointment. We'll spend the morning working on a client project, name redacted. Don't forget to Instagram today, outline the podcast episode for my week, and so forth. That's the way I tend to run down my to-do list in my head when I wake up in the morning. It gets overwhelming. Having another place to drop that off and know I don't have to think it through anymore really helps. With a bullet journal, you jot those things down in short phrases, each denoted with a symbol. You'd say, dog park, vet appointment, client project, Instagram, outline episode 2.5. Then you'd precede each of those little phrases with a bullet, a dash, or a circle. Bullets, dots, are for anything you will do and eventually all bullets get crossed off or discarded. Dashes are for notes, bits of information you don't need to do anything with, you just want to remember them, and circles are for events like appointments, holidays, etc. You can nest multiple items together so that you have one bigger task, like client project, and under it, bullets for progress email, scan sketches, complete that code review, etc. It's really as simple as that, and you can start a bullet journal by simply writing down today's date at the top of paper and jotting down all the things you're going to do in that format. The official bullet journal system has a few more elements. For each page or group of similar pages, you call this a collection. There are a couple of universal collections he recommends you use all the time. The first is an index. After all, without the ability to search what you wanted on your phone or computer, you have to have an easy way to flip through and find what you were thinking about last week or two months ago. He does this with an index, literally page numbers at the beginning of the book that identify what is happening on each page in the book. It's really pretty elegant. Then he uses a future log, which is a simple list of what's happening on each of the next upcoming months, six or 12, depending on your planning window, with a place to note down events or tasks that you don't want to get to right now, but will need to be addressed later, like remember to look at car insurance in March, or you'll be having company coming in July. Then you can make a monthly log, which is basically a calendar and a task list. Then you have a daily log. That's that ongoing to-do list and record of events. There are also an infinite variety of custom collections that people across the internet have made. People track their diet plans, their exercise goals, their progress on remodels, and even what they read or watch on TV. They use this either to document what has happened or to set goals for what they want to happen. I absolutely live my life by quarterly goal pages. Every three months, I outline two to three big goals that relate to my personal work and home remodeling life. Then I break them down into milestones or habits and track how I'm making progress towards them each week. 
I also tend to look at my life one week at a time. I borrow here from another system of productivity and planning, the Michael Hyatt Full Focus Planner. I don't use his product because I like to customize everything I do, but I do love his system of identifying big three lists. What are your big three priorities for the week? What are your big three priorities for the day? When you only get three or less, it clarifies what you should be focusing on and what you can give yourself a sense of, I accomplished something. If you just get those three things done, you've done enough. Everything else is gravy. If you want to know more about the full focus system, I'll have a link to that in the show notes, or you can just go check out their podcast, Focus on This, which I love. So how does all of this planner system relate to a remodel? Well, first I need to tell you about one more thing, the secret sauce of the bullet journal method, migration. This is the process by which you run back over your daily lists and your monthly lists and see which bullets or dots have been X'd off and which you haven't gotten to. I do this lightly on a daily basis, a little bit more on a weekly basis, and thoroughly once a month. If I didn't get to a planned task today, when I wrote it down, I might just rewrite it on tomorrow's list. By the way, when you identify that a task is actually not worth doing, you just cross it out with a big line. This is so satisfying. What a dopamine hit. Seriously, it's almost as good as canceling weekend plans. Am I the only one who likes to do that? But back to that incomplete task. Maybe I can't get to it tomorrow, so I drop it into my general weekly list so I'll try to get to it at some unspecified point this week, or I'll put it into the month collection or schedule it into the future log for March or April. Or I can put that item into the list for a specific project. And here's the goods on how to use the bullet journal for a remodel. You can make special collections for multiple elements of your remodel. The first thing I suggest is that if you're planning a remodel, you should download my easy DIY home assessment workbook. This is a fill-in-the-blank downloadable PDF, but you could just as easily put all of this information into a bullet journal and have it in one place, literally never leave home without it. I'm not going to go too deep into what it includes, but it has basically all the types of information you want to figure out about your home before you go out into the world and start interacting with contractors, designers, or even someone who's going to answer your questions in the aisle at Home Depot. Know the dimensions of your doors and windows. Know the overall dimensions of your house. Take stock of what's going on in key areas of your house, what kind of maintenance issues, what kind of great mid-century features you might have. Other things you might include in your bullet journal are floor plans, either full or detailed. And you might be using those as a design tool. Put the outline of your house down in pen and sketch over it in pencil to make design decisions. Or you could put in a somewhat finished plan and carry it with you as a record of what you've got in mind so you can show and explain to other people. You can also use a bullet journal for a handy catch-all of ongoing good design ideas you have. When you see something you like, when you notice something in the world, when you wake up in the middle of the night thinking, oh, I should do the cabinets this way, write it down, get it out of your head, go back to sleep. It's a great place to keep a call log of how you've been interacting with contractors or specialists, particularly code officials. You never want to forget something you've heard, and you want to have a record of when you spoke to people and what was said at the time, and a little check mark of what the next step you want to take in each of those areas might be. I'll include images of some of the ways I've used the bullet journal to track my own projects. Here are a few examples you'll see if you go to the website. One is just a simple weekly spread of what I was doing that week, 
on a week when I got a lot of things done towards my mudroom project, finishing up the insulation so that I could get inspected and then have the electrician come the next week. Another set of pages includes what I was doing when I was looking for bids from subcontractors for electrical and drywall work for that same mudroom project. I started by writing down the full scope at the top so that every time I called a new contractor, I could tell them the same exact things about the project so that when they responded to me, they would be giving me apples-to-apples comparisons. Note. Another really useful thing about a bullet journal for someone who's doing a DIY remodel with a bunch of small projects is that you can make notes that you come back to next time. So I actually started this mudroom list by looking at what I had done when I was planning the basement, looking at who I should contact based on who'd been available before, who seemed like a good person. I also noted the process of scope, calls, calls back, getting bids, visits, and then making a decision. All of this was easier the next time around because I'd already made notes of how I did the process the first time through. I also have a page where I worked out a complicated detail for the way that I was going to frame, sheathe, insulate, and side the exterior wall of the new mudroom area. I have detailed measurements that I was looking at again and again while I was working on the framing for that project so that I could see exactly how far I should cut back the existing siding, the spacing that I should have, and I could easily explain to the code inspector who came by, the electrical contractor who wasn't seeing quite the finished project yet, etc., what was going to be happening before and after their phases were involved. I also have a sheet where I jotted down a a loose plan of the mudroom and noted where all the electrical elements were going to show up the switches, lights, GFI outlets, etc. It was easy, again, when I met with contractors, to show them that list. I didn't need to prepare detailed AutoCAD plans for this small project, but having something consistent that I could show and that they could actually take a photograph and walk away with was really useful in terms of, again, getting apples-to-apples comparisons from my bids. I also have an ongoing to-do or ideas list for nearly every room in my house, so that when I decide to prioritize working in any particular area, I can go back, see exactly where I left off, and already have done the work of knowing what needs to be done next. As a home remodeler who is taking on my house piece by piece and almost entirely DIY, my bullet journal serves the process in three key ways. I use it to look ahead at the next few months, identifying what I want to tackle and giving myself ballpark goals and deadlines. During that process, I use it to figure out how different elements of the project will interact with each other, what needs to come first, second, and third. I also use the bullet journal to store ideas and information, contractor lists, contact logs, bid comparisons, and supply lists. And finally, I use it to keep track of what I need to do and when. For example, in the mudroom remodel I was just talking about, I needed to get the framing all done for the electricians to come. Then it was back to me. I had to finish the insulation and get that inspected before the drywallers could do their work. Working with my subcontractor appointments set my internal deadlines, and then I could work from there. I slot necessary deadlines into my weekly list and then fit them into weekends and weekdays as as needed to meet my own goals. I don't want to take you too far down the rabbit hole in this episode, so I'll wrap up here. But I hope I've given you a sense of some useful ideas about how you can start to set up your own systems for goal setting, progress tracking, and keeping all of the information you need handy in one place. Note, if you are married to your computer or phone, you can do these same things digitally. I often work in a hybrid system using my phone for photographs, lists of links, inspiration boards on Pinterest, and I plot big projects for my business using the online note card system Trello. But for thinking about my house, 
I just like the tactile element of my notebook, and also the fact that it never distracts me with incoming texts or Instagram updates when I'm trying to focus. If you want to know more about this, I'll be including a more detailed mini-training on how to use the bullet journal and or Trello to manage a remodel process in my upcoming Get Ready to Remodel digital course. If you'd like to learn more about that, pop your name onto the waitlist. It's in the show notes to get all the information as I have it ready. Thanks so much for joining me today. I want to remind you that your ratings, reviews, and comments drive what subjects I cover and help other mid-century enthusiasts find the show. You can find me on Instagram, where my handle is at midmodmidwest, and the podcast's handle is at midmodremodelpodcast. If you're working on a mid-century remodel of your own, you want to share your project and ask questions, join the new Facebook community, Midmod Remodel. For the next several weeks, I'll be answering common MCM home update questions there in a live video Q&A at 2 p.m. every Saturday. You can find links to more info, pictures of my bullet journal pages, and a summary of everything I've just covered on this episode on my website, midmod-midwest.com slash 205. You can also grab that handy DIY home assessment workbook there. That's all for now, Midmod Remodelers. See you next week.